Hello, listeners. Thank you for tuning in to WGWG.org. My name is Stephanie Flores Fuentes. Welcome to Insert Subject Here, or ISH, as I like to call it. ISH is a segment in this radio that covers popular news subjects and takes a closer look at the data in regards to said subjects. Today, we will be talking about aluminum, or aluminium, if you're so inclined. But first, let's listen to some music before we talk about this subject. Hello, listeners. I am so happy to be back in the studio with all of you. I know that making aluminum the subject of the week might seem a bit out there, but trust me, I'm onto something. But before we get to the finer points of the subject, let's talk about the thing itself, because background information is always important in my experience. Aluminum is good old number 13 on the periodic table, with a weight of 26.982 in molar mass. This element is very abundant in our little blue marble of a planet. Let me give you some fun factoids courtesy of pubchem.org. Aluminum is a non-magnetic substance, and it usually looks between light gray to silver. And this, of course, depends on what type of aluminum substance you have. Its boiling point is 4,221 degrees Fahrenheit, and its melting point is 1,220 degrees Fahrenheit. These are pretty high up there in terms of temperature, but as a side note, the element with the highest melting and boiling point to our knowledge is actually tungsten. We have so much aluminum that it is actually the third most abundant element in our Earth's crust. It makes up about 8% of the Earth's crust, according to the Royal Society of Chemistry, and it's just behind oxygen and silicon. Aluminum is usually not found in nature as a free metal. In fact, it is usually found as a compound. Some of the most attractive qualities about aluminum for those who work with the substance is the fact that it is both lightweight and flexible. But that doesn't stop aluminum from being where you wouldn't think it would be. Although the first thing that probably comes to mind in regards to aluminum is aluminum foil that is used in kitchens and many other places where it can be found. Some examples where aluminum is where you wouldn't expect it to be are in things like antiacids, cosmetics, certain aspirins, and well, even baking powder. But that is most commonly in the form of sodium aluminum sulfate and sodium aluminum phosphate. Our good friend aluminum can also be found in deodorants. But let's save that chat for after this musical break. Welcome back, listeners. As we talked about previously, aluminum is very common and it is in many things even in our soil. So that of course begs the question, is aluminum safe? And well, not to give you a complicated answer, but that kind of all depends of the form of aluminum and exposure. From what I gathered in my research, aluminum is a non-essential element for our bodies, which essentially means that we don't exactly need it to survive. And in fact, excessive exposure can be harmful. One of the most common conversations I have about aluminum usually has to do with deodorants and many people's belief that deodorants with aluminum can cause Alzheimer's or even lead to breast cancer. 
These are pretty big misconceptions, and that usually comes from a misunderstanding of what aluminum compounds are used in deodorants and their effects. And of course, there's always one research paper that is misinterpreted a lot. And everybody usually just uses that one research paper to bank their whole argument on. But just a reminder, listeners, always find at least three reliable research papers on a subject before making up your mind. So, after that PSA, let's hop back to the subject. For the most part, people who I've personally come into contact who use aluminum-free deodorant believe that it will lessen their likelihood of getting Alzheimer's and or breast cancer later in life, which is a lot to bank on. According to a research paper called Human Health Risk Assessments for Aluminum, Aluminum Oxide, and Aluminum Hydroxide, published in 2009, part of the study that is assessed in this paper was published in 2003 by McGrath et al., who assessed self-reported data of 437 women to study the association between antiperspirant and deodorant usage and the risk of breast cancer. To quote the 2009 research paper which evaluated this study, toxicokinetic studies have found that aluminum poorly penetrates the skin. We do not really know which of the components are responsible for the observed relationship, and we would not exclude the fact that other components of the products or the characteristics of the women could be confounding factors. This small study cannot conclusively link the usage of women's use of underarm products with breast cancer. In addition to this, a 2002 study titled Antiperspirant Use in the Risk of Breast Cancer also tried to emulate the findings in the studies like the one evaluated in the previous research paper, but they didn't find a cause and effect relationship with deodorant and breast cancer, even in those who shaved regularly. According to a research paper titled The Effect of Habitual and Experimental Antiperspirant and Deodorant Product Use on the Armpit Microbe, what little aluminum is used in deodorants, and in particular, antiperspirants, are essentially used as an antibacterial substance, particularly to try to prevent Corynebacterium bacteria from building up, which of course is a bacteria which is highly responsible for armpit odor. However, after you stop the use of deodorants for a few days, the bacteria comes back, so deodorant isn't drastically changing your body chemistry. What people really do need to keep an eye out for is aluminum powder and the presence of aluminum in their environment. Aluminum can be very dangerous if it is mixed into water sources, and particularly if the powder is breathed in, especially by miners and others who have daily contact with the substance. Toxicity levels can be checked through urine and blood tests, and as always, I'm not a doctor, but if you have any questions about your personal health, you should definitely consult your doctor. So in close, deodorant is safe and aluminum is very flexible in both its compositions and its uses. Most everyday people don't have to worry too much about aluminum overexposure. However, those who actually do need to keep a mindful eye about this are those who mine for the substance or physically work with the aluminum substance and powders on a day-to-day -day basis and maybe even those who live in surrounding areas near mines. This has been Insert Subject Here. If you have any questions or comments, please send an email to info 
at wgwg.org. My name is Stephanie Flores Fuentes. Thank you for listening.